Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. 97.1 FM Talk. This is Wiggins America. Everybody's traveling now. It's the travel season. And so I know what's going to happen. You're going to go to some event and you're going to start talking to somebody and gas prices are going to come up. I want you to be well-armed for that conversation. Not to be mean, but just have the facts. That's why Consumer Energy Alliance President David Holt is here. David, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. So uh, let's talk about energy costs. Uh, You know, I think the Biden administration right now is trying to say, well, they're down from their peak, which they also don't mention they caused, (laughs) but um, they are down a little bit. How are things, you know, how's the landscape right now? You know, the, the, I would say the trend is not necessarily our friend. Uh, You, you hit the nail on the head, energy prices, gasoline, diesel, and electricity uh, have really been up and, uh, you know, kind of the, some of the highest we've seen in some time since early 2001 when this administration came into power. Uh, overall, there it seems to be their philosophy is to kind of restrict opportunities for oil and gas, both onshore and offshore in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, they are required to have a, a leasing program in the Gulf of Mexico or all offshore waters uh, by by statute, and yet they have not come up with a plan at all in the, in the time they've been in office. Um, so not only are we seeing a slowdown in oil and natural gas, uh, we're seeing a little bit of a slowdown in even the increase in renewable energy like wind and solar. So, you know, we've got to look at it from a sensible standpoint. We need affordable, reliable energy. Uh, if gasoline prices are higher, we're all suffering. If diesel prices are higher, then everything we buy cost more. So when you're going to the grocery store as you're preparing for Thanksgiving, all groceries are higher because diesel prices are higher because everything is delivered by truck. Uh, Lumber, clothing, shoes, obviously your Thanksgiving turkey and everything costs more. So one of the largest parts of inflation uh, is energy costs. So when energy costs more, uh, it puts upward pressure on the price of everything, which has led to the inflationary pressure that we've seen in this country over the last couple of years. David, how quickly could a president come in, whether it be Biden, I mean, or, you know, let's say Kamala Harris suddenly became president or lo and behold, Donald Trump became president again. A new president takes office and just suddenly says, you know what, we're going to reverse this. How quickly would you actually see gas prices go down if they buy executive fiat or whatever whatever it is, said, we're going to open this back up? You know, I would argue very quickly. 
Um, there, there are certain things that the administration can do right away that sends strong signals to the market that, hey, the United States is serious about its energy policy again. I think the market now sees that we don't really have a serious energy policy. Uh, we're not permitting things very quickly. We, we, we are, are not producing enough oil and natural gas here at home. And 80 to 82 percent of all our energy needs come from oil and natural gas. So the rest is hydropower, uh, water power, or wind, or solar, or nuclear. So the vast majority of our energy needs are derived from oil and natural gas. So we've got to continue to produce more to show the market that we're willing to produce more. Uh, and this administration certainly has signaled that they're not really willing to produce more. The second problem we have that the administration could quickly help with is we have all these protest, professional protesters that have been out there for years saying no to pipeline construction, no to infrastructure related to energy, no to oil or natural gas development. And now we're seeing some of these protesters saying no to wind and solar and wind and solar transmission. So saying no, delaying project development, stopping project development, all that means is we have less energy in the marketplace, which also drives up uh, the the cost of energy uh, and also increases the risk of brownouts and blackouts, which we've seen increasing over the last couple of years. So the administration could quickly come in and say, you know, hey, we're going to fast track permits for this pipeline. We're going to fast track permits for this transmission line. We're going to fast track permits and uh, uh, production of onshore and offshore oil and natural gas. All those things could be done with a stroke of the pen. Uh, this administration has kind of take the opposite approach to that. And for the previous president, you know, like him or, or, or like him or hate his tweets or, or you know, uh, whatever your personal views on him from an energy policy perspective, uh, he was uh, very positive in looking at all the above strategies and uh, in ensuring that we met our most basic needs um, as a society for the United States. So uh, the energy policy in the previous administration well, uh, was was pretty good, certainly better than the one we're seeing in the current administration. David Holt is on the phone with us, Consumer Energy Alliance president. Uh, you know, we talked about uh, different talking points that might come up over the holidays. One of those that I always go back to because it's just so easy, I mean, everybody remembers it, is when Joe Biden was running for office in 2020, I guess it was, and he was saying openly, you know, we're going to end America oil you know <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do these things and then uh, promises made promises kept because he kind of has done that but he's shown that the apparatus that they want to move to uh the things that you were just listing these are great ideas but they're just not quite ready which is why you kind of need to let the marketplace dictate how these things happen right well and there's a couple things going on here and and uh, i mean i they're not even good ideas um you know, as I mentioned, 80, 82 percent of all our energy needs are met with oil and natural gas. That's not changing anytime soon. The yeah. other problem you have is when, you know, listen, wind and solar are needed. Energy diversity is needed. We're all for that. Consumer Energy Alliance supports it. But every time you build a wind or solar project or you're relying on wind and solar for your electricity needs, you have to have backup what I call permanent power for when the wind's not blowing and the sun's not shining. Backup permanent power means, by definition, something that's always ready, always on, like natural gas or nuclear. And so if you're going to expand wind and solar, you also have to make sure that you're adding enough capacity for natural gas and or nuclear 
to meet the energy needs when the wind's not blowing and the sun's not shining. Otherwise, you have what's called intermittency, and you could have blackouts or brownouts. And we saw that a lot last summer, um, and we're looking at it, and the federal government has forecast a pretty cold winter where we could have actually brownouts or blackouts this winter in the Northeast. If that happens and you have an extremely cold day, human health is at risk. So, you know, from a policy perspective, we need to make sure that we're balancing our energy portfolio and we're, we're utilizing all the energy that we have available to us in a sensible way. The second problem with this, the, this statement or the position of the Biden administration is we can actually, and we're proving this in this country, produce affordable energy, energy that's reliable, meaning that doesn't increase the risk of blackouts, and energy that meets our environmental standards, including oil and natural gas. The United States is the number one nation on Earth in, in reducing carbon emissions, in volatile organic compound emissions, in nitrous oxide emissions, in sulfur dioxide emissions, while we continue to produce oil and natural gas. So diversifying our energy portfolio, making sure we have enough available resources of all kinds, while we continue to push the envelope on improving our environmental stewardship, all that can happen at the same time. So this false notion that says the only way we can meet our environmental goals is to ban or eliminate or restrict oil and natural gas, that's simply not true. There's no facts that support that. Um, there are certainly facts that and the market wants more environmentally responsible energy, and we're proving we can do that without eliminating the single most important energy resource that we have in, in the market today. You know what, David? The problem with what you're saying is that it's incredibly practical. Uh, it doesn't rile people up into their corners <laughs> because that stuff, yeah. it's stuff that seems like everybody, when they listen to this and everybody who is listening, you'd, you'd have to, no matter where you come from politically, you'd have to go, well, yeah, you know, I mean, this is stuff that we all should be agreeing on. Um, let me ask you one more question in a little bit different you know, zone for this topic before we run out of time. And that's this whole, this whole notion that um, we need to outsource all of our stuff. I mean, I don't even know if that's the intention, but what's happened is that we've ended up outsourcing a lot of our oil production overseas where there are a lot less regulations over these things environmentally. So even if your goal is just environmental, at any cost, save the environment, you're not even really getting that with this administration, right? You're not. Uh, absolutely right. So the more the more we rely more on imports from uh, the OPEC nations or Venezuela or even Russia, the higher the global emissions are. Uh, the second big concern here is, you know, as we increase the use of uh, renewable energy, wind and solar and electric vehicles and all that, uh, almost all the components and the minerals and metals that go into those um, uh, renewable energy resources are controlled, are made by China. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So that's putting us at risk from a national security perspective um, because we're outsourcing all our renewable energy to China. Right. So the entire energy policy right now is, is, is kind of being outsourced. Um, and again, when energy prices go up, this is you know a, a, a talking point. It doesn't matter where you are on the political spectrum and why your point is right that this should be a nonpartisan issue. When energy prices go up, our energy becomes less reliable those among us that can least afford to pay more, those that are on fixed incomes, those are in poverty, those are in disadvantaged, those of us in disadvantaged neighborhoods, all those folks are the ones that are hurt the most by those policies that intentionally increase energy prices. So a sensible energy policy that's affordable, that makes affordable, reliable, and environmentally responsible energy should help everyone, and it should cross political lines. And when we're going to the polls next year, uh, regardless of political affiliation or persuasion, whether you're a Democrat, independent, or a Republican, uh, candidates should be urged to support a sensible energy policy because it really is uh, kind of it impacts the entire economy and, and individuals across the political spectrum more than anything else. You know, David, I used to believe in my infancy that uh, that political leaders, leaders of nations, they were much smarter than the rest of us. But uh, I think in my lifetime, that has changed a whole lot because everything you're saying, it's, it really is not that hard. It's just practical uh, movements that people could make without being geniuses. <laughs> so, right. Well, you know what? It's up to us to get in their ear and, and make them smart. Um, you know, it's it, they make short-sighted decisions sometimes. They make decisions based on incomplete set of facts. Sometimes they make decisions based on a set of lies because someone's in their ear. Yeah. Um, so it's up to us as voters to make sure that we're being heard and make sure that energy's uh, front and center in the election. Consumer Energy Alliance President David Holtz, thank you for your time. How do people connect with you? Uh, simple. Uh, consumerenergyalliance.org.org. Check us out on the website. We're uh, active all over the country. Sounds good. David, thank you so much for your time, and happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you. Hey, happy holidays to you. Appreciate it. All right, take care. More Wiggins America right around the corner. Stick around. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 